We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Time now for WEEI Football Sunday with Fitzy and Hart. WEEI Football Sunday is co-sponsored by Zudi. Build any application your company needs in one week. Visit ZUDY.com for your free trial. By New England Recovery Center in Westboro, where recovery is possible. By your local New England Kubota tractor dealers. By Northeast Electrical, where pros need pros at needco.com. By Catches Law Group, the personal injury pros at catcheslaw.com. And by Anderson Windows and your local Anderson Windows dealer. Now, WEEI Football Sunday. James on the drive, gets in the paint, layup, missed it. And the game is over. Lakers furious, they thought he was fouled. Excuse me, and it's now overtime. LeBron James so upset. Regulation is over, we go to the five-minute OT. Oh, you just hate to hear it. Oh, I've been heartbroken since that moment just after 11 o'clock last night and yes it is a football sunday not just a football sunday it is undisputably inarguably the football sunday champ sunday is here and yes on weei football sunday we let off with a little basketball audio because when you have a celtics lakers classic like that last night it merits a little discussion before you get into the nitty-gritty of all the pigskin action. Hello, how are you, everybody? Your old pals Nick Fitzy Stevens and Andy Jumbo Hart here with you today from 10A to 2P with WEEI Football Sunday on WEEI, WEEI.com, the Odyssey app, and all over the WEEI Sports Radio Network. We are Boston Sports Original. And all of you New England Sports Originals out there, if you would like to join the two-way sports talk party, Give us a call at 617-779-7937. That's the number, as they used to say in the biz, lock it in. The text line is open for biz at 37937. And, of course, the socials at WEEI, at Six Rings Pod, at Fitzy GFY, and at Jumbo Heart. On today's program, we will get you pumped, primed, and ready, steady, Freddy for Champ Sunday, which could possibly be one of the better championship Sundays we have seen that does not involve your New England Patriots, in quite some time. We will review the week that was in Foxborough. Billy O's back in the house, and holy dysfunction, Batman. A warning was heralded to one and all that change was needed, and thank God it has come to town. At 11 a.m., we've got Tom E. Curran from NBC Sports Boston joining the party. 
And at 120p, your best bets with primetime Shime Time himself, Chris Shime, who actually had a nice little Sunday for himself last week. So let's see if we can let it ride this week. Good morning, Andy Hart. What's going on? I've never felt so aligned with LeBron James. Us ref haters got to stick together. <laughs> That's embarrassing, right? That's I mean, one I of the worst. Well, I mean, I'm going to say it's one of the best non-calls yes. ever because the Celtics got a massive, very needed W out of that last night. But holy smokes, Batman, everybody with eyes could see that Jason Tatum damn near slapped his left arm down to his <laughs> waist. And yet LeBron... For the theatrics, Andy, that was almost like LeBron did on the floor of the garden last night what that lady who went viral at the Trump inauguration did back in January 2017, dropping to his knees, screaming, no, why? How could you do this? It was hilarious, but also truly egregious. It's These are the ones, I mean, it's not like it was... I don't know, Celtics, Lakers, game on the line, maybe greatest player of all time, going to the rim, guarded by one of the greatest players right now. You wouldn't think all three officials, <clears throat> excuse me, would be staring in the direction of LeBron James, the basketball, Jason Tatum. Like, how does that get missed? You're paying these people a boatload of, I understand officiating, especially in basketball, is ridiculously hard. There are of course. calls to be made every millisecond. But this one, how do you miss this one with LeBron James going to the hoop with the game on the line and his forum? You had to have been able to hear it. You, yeah. I mean, you could absolutely <laughs> up see close. It, but. How could you not have heard like? <laughs> right. And Andy, can, I just want to remind you, like not not just you, but the listening audience, everybody. It's LeBron James. Aren't your stars kind of supposed to get the foul? And you and I are advocates supreme. Like we work hard we take it to the streets for just let him play i'm a believer in that yep. i know you're a big believer and call the game right and fair but let him play but at the same time wh wow <laughs> it was it sounded like when like rick flair used to do like his famous oh, like chop slap chop across yes. someone's chest yep absolutely but that was just for effect it didn't really hurt that much it was just like great wrestling theater like tatum just slapped it like Absolutely, just drop the hammer on him, and then LeBron drops to the floor, and then the Celtics get the win. I mean, they made it interesting in overtime. I got to say, the the memory for the ages and easily the best-earned technical foul I have ever seen in my life was Patrick Beverly, who, by the way, welcome back to your career from five years ago, had himself a hell of a game last night. Oh, yeah. That follow dunk was unbelievable. Awesome. Uh, did unbelievable. you see also that was his first dunk in three years? Oh, I didn't see that. <laughs> yeah, they ran a stat. First dunk since the 2019-2020 season. That was a good one. Uh, and to hit break some out clutch threes. He he was huge. But the fact that he goes and gets a technical foul, and I saw someone tweet this out last night. Is this the first NBA overtime in history that's began with one team winning? Yeah, it's amazing. That was the first thing I thought of. Like, you're not supposed to start overtime with a lead. Uh, oh my so if you guys if you want if you missed it, you can go to Twitter. It's on my IG stories at FitzyGFY, but go to Twitter, type in Patrick Beverly, B-E-V-E-R-L-E-Y, and what you'll find, maybe I can find it, retweet it. He went over to the media well, basically underneath the hoop, grabbed somebody's DSLR 4K camera, brought it over to the ref and said, Look, you can see where Tatum hits him. And the ref teed him up for bringing a camera on the court. Oh, my God. That's only why I'm calling that this. The only thing that could have been better is if he brought him a pair of glasses with the camera 
<laughs> That's the only thing that could have been better in that situation. This is why I'm calling this one like a Lakers-Celtics classic because none of us are going to forget the end of that game and the history and the histrionics of LeBron and the theatrics and the drama and Tatum getting away with one. Tatum walked up the court after that and like made sort of a like because he dribbled the ball up the court after he recovered it and had this sort of like victorious like yeah we made it to overtime face. Then he said something and I wasn't sure if it was like either a swear word or like or damn like he kind of knew that he did that. And then the Celtics did their job in overtime. Uh, two other big takeaways from that win last night aside from. Wow, they really needed that win, Andy. Number one, great to see Jalen Brown, who assisted in or scored over half of their points from the fourth quarter through the end of overtime. And they got the 125-120 win over the Lakers. Uh, Great to see Jalen Brown, who was told by his coach the other night after missing those two free throws that kind of cost them uh, the win or at least the chance to get the win against the Knickerbockers Thursday night at the Garden. You know, you had... uh, you had Missoula telling me he loves him. He has a massive fourth and a great overtime. And two, Malcolm Brogdon is a stud. Like, that guy is a great, fundamentally sound, smooth basketball player. Maybe the pickup of the offseason in the NBA. Yeah, aside from the officiating, my my biggest takeaway was Jalen Brown. The, the coming, bouncing back from a tough game, a tough loss, people... Like you and Mego ripping him on the radio for four hours the other day. Here we go. Did you get a chance to watch you people last night like I recommended on Netflix (laughs) just so you could get into your wheelhouse? I I actually saw that a couple weeks ago, and the first person I thought of was you. The problem with me is the commercials that I've seen haven't looked overly good. Yeah, I've heard heard surprisingly funny, and wow, can I have my two hours back? (laughs) Yeah. but Jalen Brown, I mean, this was another 30-30 game. They're becoming regularity for the Celtics this season with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, and he steps up with the game on the line. I also thought he had the quote of the night, and I actually I don't have it in front of me right now. I read it earlier. Something to the effect, looked like they may have missed a call on the other end a little earlier or something, and I was like, how oh, you think? But Jalen Brown, um, you need him to be – one of your best players if you're going mm-hmm. to go where you're expecting to go. And last night he showed you that he is one of your best players and he doesn't have a clutch slump or anything like that. He nope. missed a couple free throws. That's it. End of story. Move on. And you couldn't move on in better fashion than he did last night. No, he had an absolutely monster game. And he spoke with Lisa Salters on court after the game and just has that same uh, unflappable stare, the same confidence. He's, you know what I, uh, what surprised me about him missing those free throws, and he's only a seventy-two percent free throw shooter. So, you know, missing one would have been fine. Missing two really hurt because uh, obviously that cost him a chance to get the win. But he seems to be somebody who doesn't get rattled. Like I think Jason Tatum is prone to higher highs and lower lows. Now he's obviously not as emotional as previous Celtics like Paul Pierce or LeBron James or other ones who wear their emotions on their sleeve and and display how frustrated or how happy they are on the court. But like Jalen Brown has a, um, I think I'd probably call it steely, like a steely demeanor, a steely gaze about him that makes me almost want to put the ball in his hands in, in clutch times. And when the money's on the line and I got to say like last night when Tatum got to the line for the free throws that ultimately helped ice it and he was getting the MVP chance. I'm not going to say it's time to revisit the whole Jalen Brown liking that tweet last year of Jalen Brown's like the most underappreciated athlete in Boston sports today. How come he doesn't get MVP chance or how come he doesn't get all-star chance? Because there are two guys in the Eastern Conference, Andy, who absolutely have a beef with 
or could make a contention that they deserve to be starting in the All-Star game as well, uh, crowded field that it may be. And that's Jalen Brown and Joel Embiid, who only went off for 47-20-5 last night. Yeah, Jalen, I mean, you don't have to convince me. I think he is the most underrated or disrespected or underappreciated uh, Celtics, certainly, and, and probably athlete in all of Boston. And the reality is he's he's accepted the role, it feels like, of playing mm-hmm. in the shadow of Jason Tatum and the MVP chance and the all-NBA and everything that goes with with Tatum being his teammate. But... He's also potentially on a track where if he gets all NBA this year, he's you know going to get somewhere in the range of $50 million a year moving forward on a Supermax. So, Must you know, nice. second fiddle pays pretty nice with the Boston Celtics potentially. And, you know, the their relationship I've always been fascinated by, but they've made it work. And in terms of his – have you ever thought that his beard and his look also assists him in what you're talking about, staying – um, looking like he always is sort of once stone-faced, Belichickian. Collected, Bill, yes. Bill does it without a beard. I think the beard covers up the slight smile, frown, facial movements for Jalen mm-hmm. Brown, and it allows him, even when he misses two free throws, to kick the game away, to just sort of look like he's the same guy, not too excited, not too down. And, you know, I, I wanted to look it up because we mentioned the free throws, and, and I thought this was the case. Other than his rookie year, his free throw percentage has increased every season except for last year, where it went slightly down from the year before. But he's basically been on a, a nonstop upward trend, and he's at 78% this year. So he's he put the time in to improve in that area, which was a, a clear weakness coming into the league. So that's why, again, I go back to it was kind of a one-off. Your best player missed mm-hmm. two free throws. You lose that game. It happens in a long season, I think, for the totality um, you're going to get more clutch play out of Jalen Brown than not, although he still had a couple ugly turnovers last night. Yeah, he which, did. That one where he was, um, after the rebound, sort of tried to get it up the court and just gave it away for a layup. I, I don't know yeah. how he did it. W- it was like a quarterback not seeing the linebacker. Oh, I'm just going to, oh, I never saw that linebacker cut in front of that throw. I that know exactly which one you're talking ugly, about. And ugly. It, just, it was, it was just a, like... It lacked like lacked awareness, like the kind of like awareness of their surroundings that you would expect like a young child to have, yep. just because they're not in tune with how you maintain a constant sense of uh, equilibrium and per- peripheral vision. But like it was just sloppy, and it was just one it of those was. ones where it's like, don't get like they the Lakers had control of this game for the majority of the game. The Celtics started to rest control away in the fourth quarter, and then they just did, and then they just did these little things, just these little things. To get the Lakers back in the game, and it was back and forth all the way down to the wire, and then two thirds the way through the overtime, the Celtics took control, and there was no looking back. But they, these things have to get cleaned up. I want to ask you, and we can get to this on the other side, then transition our way into football, and we'll go full tilt Foxborough at eleven a.m. with Tommy Curran. But did that win last night? The Celtics finding a way to push past a obviously one of the five greatest basketball players who had himself a dynamite night. The the crying on the floor at the end of regulation for the non-foul call withstanding. LeBron had just one of his best games at the Boston Garden ever last night. And he got any, you know, raised the tides of the team as well. Did the Celtics pulling up out of that three-game losing streak and finding a way to win that game last night ease some of the concerns you have, Andy, and that you may have Celtics fans listening now at 617-779-7937? Or perhaps 
are you still a little bit concerned that the Celtics were 36 and 35 and 15 going in the game? The Lakers were five games under 500, and yet there were the Lakers on the precipice of pushing the Celtics to a four-game losing streak. We'll get to that question and your calls and more when we get to the other side. But first, let's catch you up on everything else going on in sports right now with the Greek god of producing and trending, the one and only Ethan Rissadoulou. The Rich Keefe Show, weeknights starting at 6. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending now at WEEI and WEEI.com. Championship Sunday is here for the NFL, and you can catch both games right here on WEEI with pregame coverage beginning right after this show at 2 p.m. Eastern. Kickoff for 49ers and Eagles is set for 3 p.m., and Bengals at Chiefs is set for 6.30. The Celtics snapped a three-game losing streak last night against the L.A. Lakers in overtime, 125-121. to Jalen Brown led the way in scoring for the Seas with 37 points on the night. Anthony Davis after the game very livid in his post-game presser stating the Lakers were cheated out of a victory due to that missed foul right before the end of the fourth quarter on LeBron James. The Celtics are off now until Wednesday when they host the Brooklyn Nets here at the Garden and tip-off for that is set for 7.30. And your Boston Bruins stunned by the Florida Panthers 4-3 in overtime last night. Alexander Barkov scores with just 1.4 seconds left in regulation for the Panthers to force overtime before Sam Reinhart in quick fashion just 17 seconds put the Bruins away in overtime to give them the victory the Bruins play again tonight in North Carolina against the Hurricanes puck drop for that game is set for 5 p.m. and trending it's brought to you by Wise Snacks. It's the football postseason, win or go home, and the Boston Sports Original has all the news, all the takes, and all the games. Coverage of the NFL playoffs is sponsored by Wise Snacks. Go to wisegameday.com for your chance to win one of 100 authentic pro football jerseys and buy Shaw's and Star Market, the official supermarket of the WEEI Red Sox Network. I am Ethan Hristodoulou, and that's what's trending here at WEEI and WEEI.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Fitzy and Hart with you. WEI Football Sunday. It's not just a WEI Football Sunday. It's WEI Champ Sunday. We've got some awesome football games coming up today. This is about as excited as I think I can be for a championship Sunday that does not involve the New England Patriots, though they may have taken some steps or at least the right first step in making their way back to championship Sunday this week. We'll get to that in just a little bit, of course, today. 3 o'clock, you've got the 49ers in Philadelphia at Lincoln Financial to take on Jalen Hurts, Miles Sanders, A.J. Brown, and the Philadelphia Eagles going off at a two-and-a-half point favorite. And then at 6.30 tonight from Field or Field at Arrowhead Stadium, you've got, I know, the game that Andy Hart's most excited about. Same here, and I bet probably everybody in New England as well because I think Patriots fans are for a lot of different reasons, sneaky Bengals fans. Cincinnati Bengals and Joey Bird, Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon and company challenging the hurt ankle of Patrick Mahomes. Andy Reid, who we definitely need to revisit a little bit later on, Andy, because I think it's time to start putting some championship Sunday respect on his coaching name and the Kansas City Chiefs. Both games will be broadcast here on WEI. We will take you to Westwood One's coverage of championship Sunday at 2 p.m. sharp. But right now, we actually go to the phones to talk to you, the ones who bleed green and want to talk Celtics after last night's tremendous thrilling and possibly foul missing at the end of regulation, 125-120 win over the Lakers. David's in the car. Hello, David. Good morning. How are you? Hey, good morning, guys. Thank you for taking the call. I do want to comment on the on the games of NFL games today. but So on the Celtics, you know, what's unfortunate here for the uh, Jalen and Brown is, uh, I mean, Jason and Jalen Brown is, you know, you kind of have a situation that you had with the 49ers, Steve Young in Montana, uh, Scotty Pippen and, and, and Jordan. Not that Scotty was a Jordan, but playing under those shadows. And I think until Brown goes somewhere else or, or Tatum was to leave the Celtics where Brown can shine, it's always going to be that. It's always, always going to be, you know, somewhere under the shadow of, of, of um, of Jason Tatum because that's just how it is, and, and that's unfortunate. But you have two great players that, yes, each could be an MVP, and I do believe Brown gets overlooked a lot, a lot. And um, on the games today, it's, uh, you know, I, Bengals all the way. I think Bengals, are, they're in it. I think they're in it to win it. They're, they have a chip on their shoulder after this whole thing with the uh, – you know, offside game that was supposed to happen before they uh, they even mm-hmm. won. And the I believe the 49ers will pull this, and we're going to have an 80s Super Bowl repeat of 49ers and Bengals. This is what we're in for, gentlemen. Oh, wow. All right, David. Well, thank you very much for the first Celtics and Champ Sunday comments of the day. Enjoy the rest of your day. Appreciate the call. His line is up and open for you at 617-779-7937. When was that last was that 1989, the Joe Montana last-minute strike to John Taylor, the famous, hey, is that John Candy in the stands game, Andy? Uh, I believe it was 89, 88 or 89. 
Super Bowl Bengals 49ers. Fortunately, I have a machine right here that can tell me when that was. That was Super Bowl 23. Played January 22nd, 1989 at yes. what was known as Joe Robbie Stadium in Miami. It so it's the game. 88 season, the 89 Super Bowl, that issue we all have trouble with. <laughs> Which Rich Keefe somewhere is shaking his head and raising an angry fist and arguing about right now. Super Bowl 16 was the one. The 49ers won 26-21. That was Kenny Anderson. And it was the great Boomer Esiason, who, of course, you heard with Mike Valenti on the NFL preview show just before Fitzy and Hart took over here. Uh, I want to play for you a contrast in reactions last night, Andy, to both the game as well as uh, the call or the non-call at the end of regulation. First, uh, we'll give you, uh, Ethan, if you have this cut ready, we'll give you a very dour LeBron James, who put a towel over his head at the end of overtime as he was removed from the game and then in very brisk, sullen capacity made his way off the court through the tunnel. No high fives, no waves, no acknowledgement of the camera, no acknowledgement of the people that he played on the court last night either and into the locker room uh, as he is now, I believe, 107 points away from overtaking Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for NBA all-time leading scorer. Here's LeBron James after the missed call last night at the Garden for the Lakers. Actually have LeBron James. I have Jason Tatum. Oh, you've got Tatum first. Okay, great. You don't want to hear LeBron James anyway because you know what? He's just crying and complaining about the call. However, here's a more lighthearted Jason Tatum who knows he got away with proverbial basketball murder at the podium following the game. Uh, The last two minutes in overtime, it was a blur. I don't, I don't really know what happened. Um, I got to watch the game, watch the film. Because everything was just happening so fast. But uh, we moved on and got the win. Aha. Uh-huh. The old classic, oh, it was all a blur to me. I have no idea what happened, Andy. I'm not going to I'm not gonna say that I got him. I'm not going to admit to the actual foul during the press con. No way, no how. Just what, what me worry? So far be it from me to defend the Lakers, and everybody's enjoying a great Celtics win that was much needed in a lot of levels. Four um, in a row would have been bad, Andy. Four, four ab- losses in a row would have been bad. E- even though you're without Rob Williams, you're without Marcus Smart, there's some reasons behind the struggles of late. But more importantly for me, you know, if there's one thing I like to criticize more than the refs, it's me. It's replay. Well, and you. You're, you're a close third, but it's replay. <laughs> And this is yet another example of why replay is stupid in all of sports. So do we need it or not? Let's open that can of worms. Right, I'm here for it. Uh, are, do, you, do you want, should we have replay or not? Because in the NBA, you're allowed that one challenge of a foul. Darvin Ham, very successful apparently on challenging foul calls this season, head coach of the Lakers. He goes for the challenge and gets it on the, uh, I forget who it was, uh, Tatum was going to the rack. They call the foul on Anthony Davis. The Darvin Ham challenges. It's not. And they get that. And th- that's that. They don't get the challenge back. And then later on, Malcolm Brogdon calls calls for one. And Joe Missoula executes it. And the Celtics win a challenge. And they don't get the ball back. Uh, they don't get their challenge back. You either should have unlimited. Like, you get the challenge oh, God, back no. if you win it. Or don't at all. Oh, God, no. No, 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 no. No? Basketball games would take 17 hours. The bigger issue is... This decided the basketball game, and it's not reviewable. Yeah. It's not. Rev- so why do we have, I thought, maybe I'm wrong, 
I thought we had replay in all of sports to fix the egregious game-changing play. There was never a more egregious game-changing play than this one, and it's not reviewable. Forget about whether you saved your challenge or not for the game Mm -hmm. being on the line or that whole aspect of it. The fact that we supposedly have replay, I watch every NBA game and I have to sit through these stupid delays while the refs are at the scorer's table, rewinding, fast-forwarding, looking at video, And with the game on the line, the greatest player of his generation and one of the greatest players of all time in a great rivalry game. Oh, no, we can't we can't fix that. How could we possibly fix that? Oh, I don't know. Just watch the play for a half a second at full speed and go, oh, yeah, he really nailed his arm there. Huh? He should probably be at the line. It's just it's why I now advocate for no replay at all, because it doesn't work. It doesn't fix anything. It almost never fixes what needs to be fixed, so get rid of replay altogether because you could have screwed this up in the old days just perfectly well with no replay. Yeah, let's go. Let's take a look at actually the way that uh, – well, first let's hear from LeBron. We, we can't not – I mean, look, you're going to be making a lot of <laughs> – you're going to be making a lot of delicious food later, and you're probably going to need a little – Salt to go with your nachos, uh, your wings, uh, whatever other various uh, appetizers and uh, football Sunday treats you're going to enjoy. So let's bring a little extra salt to Championship Sunday with LeBron James postgame words following the non call at the end of regulation. Challenging. Challenging. I don't get it. Um, I don't get it. I'm, I'm attacking the, the paint. Um, just as much as any of the other guys in this league that's shooting double-digit free throws a night. And, um, you know, it's just, it's, I don't get it. I don't understand. <laughs> Baby. Uh, said referee Eric Lewis after the game to the Boston Globe's Adam Himmelsbach, there was contact. Quote, at the time during the game, we did not see a foul. The crew... Missed the play. And then said Lakers coach Darvin Ham, the best player on earth can't get a call. It's amazing. Uh, uh, Anthony Davis uh, said we were robbed. Uh, James later tweeted that one hurt big time. I don't understand. Um, oh, and according to Dan uh, Woik of the Los Angeles Times, NBA officials, quote, quickly informed the Lakers that the call was botched. Wow. Well, yeah, I mean, I but I don't understand that. How can you quickly inform him it was botched and not just call the foul? Like 30 seconds later, like, sorry, we missed that. Well, then review it. Like, or, no, or just get it right. If you know so quickly you botched it, then you should know it was wrong. Overrule. Do the little come together where you, right. the three officials put your hands on each other's shoulders, pretend you're having a very serious conversation for 15 seconds, uh, and then call the that? foul. Anyone get a review? Why is LeBron on the floor pounding the parquet if we if we? T- Hey, anybody know what that weird slapping noise was when LeBron was trying to lay that ball in there? That was weird. Um, And the other thing is, this is irrelevant of LeBron James, in my opinion. That Mm -hmm. should be a foul for any player in the NBA. Mm -hmm. It's obvious. He hit him in the forearm. It slapped. The ball didn't go up to the rim the way it normally would when a guy lays it in. There's a reason for that. (laughs) Did you notice? Yeah, like LeBron's pretty good at driving to the lane with his uh, Ben Coates-sized body, there's a good chance that he's not going to miss a layup with his left hand, which he's been doing for 30 years. Like, that's the quintessential LeBron power move. You know where he's going. And and what did you think? 
Did you think that that was uh, the, an extra loud camera shutter that went off? You think somebody dropped a full soda and that was the slap sound you heard? Like the ball literally started going towards the square on the backboard and then it just went left. LeBron, t- <laughs> his aim is it was at ridiculous. that. We can laugh because we know they got away with one. Because we like the Celtics. <laughs> yeah, because we like the Celtics. But if we were Lakers fans, <laughs> oh we my would God. be beyond pissed. And by the way, uh, this basketball breakdown and everything that goes into WEI Football Sunday Championship Sunday Edition is brought to you by our friends at Y Snacks because it's football season and also not feeling bad for LeBron season. Win or go home. The Lakers went home without the win. And Boston Sports Original, we got all the news, all the takes, and all the games. WEI's coverage of the NFL playoffs is indeed sponsored by Wise Snacks. Just go to wisegameday.com for your chance to win one of 100 authentic pro football jerseys i'm still curious andy if you are alarmed or a little bit concerned about the recent trajectory of the celtics is this fatigue did they just avoid a slump with a non-call or a lucky call however you'd like to frame it or look at it last night we'll get to that in just a second back to the calls we go down to the south shore my area kid kevin's in quincy he wants to do a little something on the nba officials what's up kevin hey how's it going fellas how are you? Thanks for the call, pal. Yeah, hey, um, Fitzy, I kind of agree with you. It has to be like either all or nothing, and then I agree with Andy as well. It's just it takes too long for these replays. What they what they should do, and maybe they, they will look into, is like something similar to what the NFL does where something within, say, two minutes or, mm-hmm. you know, the last five minutes, any, any you know discrepancy call could be reviewed by the officials without – without calling a challenge. I mean, in the NFL, I don't know what a catch is anymore. I mean, nope. going back to Des Bryant and then last weekend, I literally don't know what a catch is. So I don't even know if replay works at all. It doesn't. That's no, why I'm an advocate Kevin, for honest, Kevin, quite honestly, you're right. Andy's right. It, it, it doesn't. There, there is no point. Like, yeah, I have no idea what a catch is. And they, have, they haven't gone far enough with replay in the NFL to make it foolproof or thoroughly effective. So either take it out. Or go full Belichick, make every play reviewable, put lasers on the field, put cameras in the pylons, whatever. And in the NBA, give them the power of a review within the last two minutes when they, like Andy said, huddle up, see if if they need to invoke um, the referee's challenge or an official review. What do they call them, Andy? In um, we just heard in the the VR, the virtual ref, they had it in the World Cup, like the someone who the eye in the sky who oh, can say yeah. like, Offside "Hey, you guys missed stuff. that one." Yeah, thanks for the call, Kevin. Yeah, no, I, I, the World Cup had a great um, offside setup, and yep. and obviously some of those sports, the international sports, tennis has had the, you know, they show you the graphic of the ball in the court and the where it hits and it the ball squishes and did it touch the line, did it not touch the line. Now, it's much harder in basketball and football. There's just, I said it earlier, so much going on that could and could not be called. I laughed out loud last night. Do you remember when Grant Williams turned the ball over because he stepped on the sideline and about two minutes later they went to the replay to talk about it and <laughs> Jeff Van Gundy goes oh and he didn't actually step on the sideline he was never out of bounds <laughs> like it, there's just oh. so many calls Andy remember last year in the Eastern Conference Finals there was a three-pointer made by one of the members of the Miami Heat not Tyler Harrow um shoot I forget his I forget his name but um he made what they thought was a three, and then the officials went back during the ti- the television timeout 
reviewed it and saw yeah. that his foot was barely on the line, and they made it a two, and that actually helped the Celtics because mm-hmm. that was I think it was actually in the final game where Jimmy Butler missed the three at the end of the game to win it for the Heat. And it's one of those things that's it's it's sort of alarming or or weird at the time when you see the score change when no one's actually scoring, yep. and then they say, well, they went back and reviewed during that timeout and they took a point off or they added a point. Um, but isn't the point to get it right? And replay is not getting it right. So I actually, that's why I feel like I'm, I'm becoming an advocate for, you know, don't let the officials decide the game. It's going to ebb and flow and even itself out over the course of a game with human error. And until mm-hmm. you have something that is actually better, stick with human error and the supposedly high-end officials you put on the court. Because the, the other thing that bothers me, and I was watching a college game, um, where they had a, it was like five seconds left. It was, who was oh, it was Auburn, West Virginia, with a great finish yesterday. Mm-hmm. But they had a controversial out of bounds play that went to review, and it took forever. And you're watching a great, fun college basketball game with energy, and it's coming down to the finish and threes and fouls, and then the the life just gets sucked out of the building by like a four minute replay review where everybody's yeah. you know sitting around with their thumbs up their butts while these guys look at a video. Oh. Like, I just hate it. I hate replay because if it worked, it'd be one thing that the the investment would be worth the payoff. Okay, it, it sucks mm-hmm. some of the life out of the game. It's energy, whatever. But they got the call right. They so often don't get it right with the current systems in sports mm-hmm. for replay that it's like, well, if we're not going to always get it right, let's just go back to human error when sometimes you just got to put your head down, walk away, and say, boy, did we get screwed today? Yeah, like if what comes to mind to me, the ultimate non-call. And no, it's not going to be holding on Richard Seymour or Sean O'Hara with his art, you know, hands at the throat of Jarvis Green or whatever it was in Super Bowl 42. Although that's kind of top five. The ultimate non-call was I think it was Jim Joyce's blown perfect game for um, uh, Armando Galarraga. Do you remember that? I do not. Yeah, it was about, I want to say, 12 years ago. Did um, pitcher for the Detroit tigers and he had a perfect game going and in the final out there was a ground ball to first galarraga runs off the mound he's got a cover he clearly and andy i don't mean like barely he clearly beats the runner to first base it was a bit of a bang bang play but he got him everyone watching at home could see it also the like the tigers were up like six nothing the game is not in the balance and you have history in your hands and uh Joy, I believe his name's Jim Joyce, called him safe. It is Jim and, Joyce. I'm watching it, about to watch it now on YouTube. And Andy, it is heartbreaking because he got it wrong. He absolutely blew the call. After the game, he went and watched video replay by how much he missed it and was just stunned. And the next night, he was behind home plate. Galarraga <laughs> carried the lineup card out to the home plate. They shook hands. Joyce has tears in his eyes like it's an all it's the all time blown call. And if there was some sort of umps review, official review, they could have come together or like what you have now in baseball. If they just had what you have now in baseball, they could have come together, said, oops, sorry, he's out. And the guy's name goes into the history books. And instead, now there's not even an asterisk or like a little pamphlet you're handed at uh, Cooperstown that says, oh, by the way, Galarraga should have had a perfect game too. like bad, bad, bad miss. I give Galarraga credit. He just has a, a smirk. He doesn't yeah. even lose his cool. He, he just has a <laughs> Can smirk. Can you imagine what would I, if you lost a yep. perfect game on a blown call that bad? 
Oh my God! Yeah, like the the other other Tigers and Leland and Dave Dombrowski <laughs> in his box as the GM are more upset than he is. Oh I know it's God. amazing the way he kept his cool. And really the is. runner, the runner is even funnier with his like coy reaction to <laughs> the face up. Yeah, I got away with one there. <laughs> I know, and it's just a single, and then the game ends on the next play on the ground. Yeah, that sucks. Just, it just it a sucks. damn shame. Back to the phones we go. Joe is out in Sutton, wants to talk a little bit on the missed call last night in Celtics Lakers. What's up, Joe? Hey guys, yeah, the uh, you guys are hitting the point that I was about to bring up is is LeBron's theatrics. It's like, okay, dude, you you get every call. You, they missed one. Got it. Can we move on? We don't need you kneeling in the middle of the you know, in the middle of the paint, you know, throwing you know throwing a tantrum essentially. It's like you just move on. You should have got a technical foul for it. Yeah, they miss some, they get some. Move mm-hmm. on with the game. That's that's all I really had to say, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for the call, Joe. Appreciate it. Yeah. When I saw Jason Tatum starting the overtime, Andy, with the free throw, I thought, oh, so LeBron getting down on hands and knees, uh, you know, as if he as if he's like protesting somebody, you know, like a crime or somebody like robbing his house or stealing his child, for God's sakes. It, I thought that was what merited the technical call, and it probably should have. It's a good point by Joe. That alone, maybe Jason Tatum should have started overtime with two technical free throws it turns out to be patrick patrick beverly grabbing the camera and pointing to the referee that they missed a call so terribly it just made for an incredibly memorable night at the garden um most celtics lakers games are very memorable they played a type both went to overtime this year as well again uh, all right we'll get when we come back we'll talk about whether or not you should be a little bit concerned or at least solicit your opinion as well we'll give you our thoughts on where the celtics are right now uh, and what the situation may be looking like at 11 o'clock. We go full tilt champ Sunday football action. Tommy Curran from NBC Sports Boston joins us. You won't want to miss it. 617-779-7937 is the telephone number. It's Fitzy and Hart here with you on WEEI Football Sunday. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. As long as you feel them to the day that I drive, you'll never say that I'm not killing them. Because when I am not, then I'm going to stop. Champ Sunday has arrived, and Fitzy and Hart got you on WEEI Football Sunday until 2 o'clock when we take you to Westwood One's coverage of Niners at Eagles. Then, of course, 6.30, we've got Bengals against the Mahomies. Can't wait for both, Andy. I, I imagine I'm correct in assuming you're more excited about the evening's game, correct? Yes. Uh, huge Joe Burrow fan and quarterback matchup, and yeah, but... I think the other game could be fun. I mean, there's plenty of storylines and uh, interesting aspects to that game. And if you like defense, that's probably the game you're more interested in based on the uh, two defenses that will be on the field. You know, it's funny. I I had my holy boomer, you won't believe how old you feel until blank moment of the day earlier when whilst watching NFL Network to get ready this morning, having my coffee, breakfast, uh watching a little uh, football sports on the television box, and they're like, this is the youngest starting combination of quarterbacks ever in champ history. And I was like, please don't do the math for me. 
combined, uh, Jalen Hurts and Brock Purdy together are not as old as I am. <laughs> it hurt. Kind of I needed dude. to take like a calcium supplement <laughs> afterwards. It is what it is, though. You, it, we get better with age. Like we're mm-hmm. like the uh, you know all the uh, leading men in Hollywood. They really hit their prime like in their fifties. Mm-hmm. You know, so oh, hell. like George late forties, George Clooney. Who's more handsome than that? Right? Exactly. And if yeah, freaking uh, right there, what's his name? Harrison Ford can put out another oh. Indiana Jones movie, then we're still going strong. I know. Look, he's like. He, by the way, when did Harrison Ford decide to be the most prolific he's ever been? He did a Yellowstone prequel that you can watch on Paramount Plus. He just did this new series on Apple Plus with Jason Siegel, I want to say, that's available yep. now. I think just premiered Friday night. Haven't had a chance to watch that. Oh, and by the way, there's the final chapter in the Indiana Jones saga coming out this June as well. And the guy's like in his 70s. I don't, I mean, like, exercising talking to you for four hours and making nachos is a hell of a day for me this guy's still pumping out movies tv shows flying airplanes and being a legend damn well you know there's goals for you to have moving forward oh, goals uh, that's the problem the problem with goals is that they're easy to underachieve on to I miss. Just try to, i just try, i just try to skate my way through and whenever i do something good i say see huh you're pretty you know easily how, impressed huh? you know how uh, gretzky said you miss every shot you don't take well what happens mm. when you miss every shot you do take <laughs> Why bother taking the shots in the first place? Let someone else do the work. Back to the phones we go. Joe's in the car. Hi, Joe. How are you? Hey, buddy. Uh, before I get started, um, did you know that Big Lou's on meds? <laughs> He's on meds, too, I heard. He's like you, too. Uh, oh, but hopefully it works it out. Listen, I <clears throat> I really just don't think I can deal with a week, a whole week of Travis, Kelsey, and Patrick Mahomes' girlfriend. I just... <laughs> I don't think I can deal with that. Yeah, Kelsey doesn't bother me as much as as Mrs. Mahomes. She drives me absolutely nuts. And I and I, I think it's Andy great, Joe. They, you're not you're not alone. She had to already clap back at the mayor of Cincinnati for the right. for viral what? video he put out the other night. And we'll get, get to that later. Your, get over yourself, lady. Yeah. Wait. Did we lose Joe? Apparently, Joe's gone. So we okay. Could... He just wanted he just wanted to call in and talk about Lou and uh, Brittany Mahomes. I think they're actually married at this point. They are. They're married. Yes. I believe they have two kids now. Um, but she sucks the fun out of a guy who is one of the more fun players. Uh, it. Uh, you know, that's the problem I have. Is I feel terribly criticizing anyone who has a true love in this life. I, you know, they're a family. Their children obviously don't deserve to hear any of this ridicule or mean tweets and everything else. And like, obviously, Patrick Mahomes loves her. Patrick Mahomes loves his brother. He's only got one brother who's taller than him, but also apparently can be a dink when he doesn't get the best bottle service at Kansas City nightclubs and makes those stupid TikToks. But at the same time, he also makes those stupid TikToks and treats people beneath him that they're not as fabulous as him. And he is the definition of a silver spoon that was born on third base. Sorry. And, like, we don't rip her because she's Patrick Mahomes' wife. We rip her because she's annoying as you know what. If she were just sitting next to you at a little league all over the people. It's got nothing to do with Patrick Mahomes. She'd be annoying at the supermarket, the diner, the little league field, the movie theater. She's just annoying. uh, Yeah. Jeez. God, it's just... I get, yep, I know. I remember there was that video last year that went viral um, in the week leading up to Championship Sunday where there was the first part of it was 
a piece of Jordan Mahomes or Jackson. What is that? Jackson Mahomes? Jackson. Jackson, okay. Oh, geez, that's even going to bother you more. Yep. Yep, okay, Damn we'll leave right. it at that. So there's Jackson <laughs> Mahomes doing some stupid TikTok dance in the luxury suites at Arrowhead Stadium, and then it hard cuts to this one guy who sort of looks like Joe Burrow, and he's just like, dear, jo- dear <laughs> Joe Burrow, please beat the Chiefs on Sunday so we can make this blank word go away for two weeks. Absolutely. And, you know, and I understand. I get it. I totally... I totally understand as well. I just want a great football game. I can't decide yet. We've got three hours to figure out exactly how we think it's going to go. I can't decide if we're still sleeping on the Chiefs or if the Bengals aren't just going to come out and absolutely just railroad them. Uh, We'll see how it goes. Final thoughts, Andy, as we wrap up basketball talk on Celtics-Lakers. Taking a look at the Celtics' schedule up until the All-Star break, they have... They have a lot of winnable games coming up. They'll have their they'll next play Wednesday. They host the Metropolitans at the Garden. Then on Friday, they've got the Suns. They go to Detroit, and then they have the 76ers back uh, the middle of next week, and the Sixers are playing great ball. Joel Embiid led a furious comeback last night at home against uh, Jokic and the Nuggets, who gave the Celtics hell out west earlier this year. Uh, you know, I mean, they can they can win a bunch of these games until they get up to their last one is February 15th at home uh, uh, against the Pistons. And then they take a little all-star break. They could they should be able to go six of eight of their next uh, eight games leading up to the all-star break. But are you concerned at all about the recent skid? Uh, do you do you think that these are just like some little fatigue based things, some small injuries they have? The lack of Marcus Smart, whose value continues to only increase the more time he misses. And, of course, Time Lord was out last night. Concerned, or is it just a small swoon? Where are you with all this? Uh, Not concerned. I think there are a lot of, as you point out, reasons for this, not the least of which are Marcus Mm -hmm. Smart, Rob Williams, for example, yesterday. Missing guys off and on. They've, They've had guys in and out of the lineup. And I think a lot of NBA teams, you take two of their starters out of the lineup there. Uh, not as good a team. They're more susceptible to losses. Mm-hmm. You said they have winnable games coming. All games are winnable for the Celtics. They're the best team in the NBA. So every game should be seen as winnable. And just, just to what degree of likely winning the game. The one thing that concerns me mm-hmm. is they are still a three-point heavy team who is not shooting the three-pointer as well as they did to start the year. That's why they were awesome right? when they started the year. And I think last night there was that one stretch where they went like 0 of 9, uh, they missed nine three-pointers in a row, and that is my concern that they do rely on three-pointers so much. I know everybody does in basketball, but they mm-hmm. maybe more so than anybody, and they're just not as good. Uh, Jalen Brown has taken a little dip there. I don't think he's um, as good as he was to start the year, and if they do uh, that... A few too many from Tatum as well, Andy. I that's think, how you uh, lose. Yeah, that's how you lose games. sloppy. There were a couple, and even, yeah, good point, but also on Jalen Brown, like... They came out of a time. Oh, there were 18 seconds left in regulation. They came out of a set piece, and the play was to just, he dribbled three times, went to the line, and took a 27-footer. Like, that was the yeah. play call? Yeah. That's the best I'm, you guys could have done? I'm good with that. So, especially when you have two guys, Tatum, in my opinion, Jason Tatum can get to the rim anytime he wants against anybody mm-hmm. at this mm-hmm. point in his development. Jalen Brown certainly can with regularity. Uh, the one thing I've actually loved is Jalen Brown on occasion, I've said this to you, I love his little mid-range jumper at the elbow, and Grant Williams has added that to his game. He's not afraid now. You know, corner office will sometimes fake it, take two steps in, and then take the baseline mid-range jumper. I just Mm -hmm. think they, again, like so many modern basketball teams, are beholden to the three-pointer, in love with the three-pointer, and they haven't been quite as good at it. 
Yeah, and how about that one for uh, baseline from Al Horford last night? His time was set to expire. That went off the side of the. <laughs> Come on, Al. Come on, Al. Gonna need you here. Gonna need some of those legendary flat-footed swishes, Al, coming down the stretch. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm officially now like winning cures all, as we say one once often, time and again on the radio, the Six Rings podcast, and more. And I feel like that win last night was massive for them, and that that'll get them back on track. Yes, of course, Time Lord and Marcus Smart being out is a big deal. Winning cures all. I'm choosing to frame this as a necessary period of adversity to steal and to galvanize this team and get them ready for the stretch run so they can try to cement themselves as the number one seed. And then we are going to have one hell of a postseason here in Boston. 617-779-7937 is the telephone number. It is time to make the Patriots pivot, go full champ Sunday. Tommy Curran from NBC Sports Boston joins us here on WEEI Football Sunday. Don't go anywhere. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.